So welcome to the first Real Horror Podcast. This podcast will obviously focus on horror films. We'll go through the latest movie news, trailers, films that are coming out and coming out soon. We'll also hopefully do some lists into top tens, uh, like top ten movies, top ten actors, characters, I mean the best horror characters there's been, top directors... So yeah, I mean that's the this is the first episode, so I haven't really got much to go on in the fact that we don't have any guests or real like because I need to find out how people take to this and what they would like to see on the show. So I thought the first section I'll do some news and then the latest film trailers. We'll look at reviewing what's out currently. Then. I was going to do a little section. The first one is going to be on my favourite horror films, my favourite horror director, what got me into them, um, and about that. And then hopefully I would like some people to comment and give me feedback on what they want, like what's their favourite horror films, what got them into it, what they're looking forward to seeing. Hopefully they could send video clips in because I would like to play them. I mean, maybe even do live chats so we can speak to each other and see from there but yeah so this is the first one so bear with me because I will be a lot more scheduled in it um, I'm going to start doing it weekly because this one's took ages to just get round to doing it to be honest I've had a lot on so yeah like I think episode 2 is where it will really start first one just go through the basics and then I'm going to try and lay out how we're going to have this show but yeah anyone who wants to comment hit me up on at Lee Bickley on Twitter. Uh, any news, anything that you want, any you know, any films that you're looking forward to seeing, you know, reviews of movies. I could even put a review from a specific person on each week because it, everyone has different things that they find in a horror film that I wouldn't see, and I'll have things that they won't see. And I think that's it's really interesting to see what other people seeing films and take out of it and what got them into movies so yeah, that would be cool to, to get that in I mean obviously one of my best friends likes horror films he's a massive John Carpenter fan so it'd be quite cool to get him maybe to do a live podcast as well but if not just to send a voice clip in like so I can add it in of his favourite horror film but so yeah, yeah I thought the first section I'm just going to go through today. It's just going to be like the latest horror news uh, featuring, you know, the, the celebrities. Also, talk about the new uh, horror trailers that have been released. Like, I know you've got the new Halloween and stuff. So, yeah, that'll be what we'll talk about in the next section. up in the news, the latest series of American Horror Story, Apocalypse, starts on FX this week. Now, the first few seasons of it were amazing, you know, Haunted House, amazing, Asylum and Coven were brilliant. Then for me it got a little bit black, uh, for want of a better word. Didn't really like Freak Show, honestly couldn't sit through Hotel, just really didn't like it at all. Did uh, enjoy bits of Roanoke, but then, yeah, I mean, I've not seen Cult yet, because that just comes on to Netflix this week, so I'm going to watch that first, and then hopefully I'm going to get on to Apocalypse. 
From what I've read so far, though, a few people are quite mixed on the new season. I mean, it is a crossover between two of the strongest ones. So yeah, we'll have to see how how that does. But hopefully, it'll be it'll be uh, quite a good series to to watch again. But I don't know. I just feel like maybe that as a course, it's run its course. So we'll have to see what happens from there. Obviously, we've had the brand new trailer drop for Halloween, which looks amazing. As we'll get into later on, like Halloween is probably, well, not probably, it is my favourite film. Maybe a film of all time. Definitely my favourite horror film of all time. So I'm really looking forward to seeing the new one um, and how it, how it does. I mean, from the reviews so far, it's scored pretty high so far. I mean, again, I've heard people say it's more of a, re a reboot. Some people have said it's a bit more of a remake. But at the end of the day, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, Halloween, the first Halloween was incredible. I mean, like, it, it was revolutionary. Um, you know, obviously, the sequels are very mixed bag. I mean, personally, I really liked the Rob Zombie uh, 1 and 2 that he did. I thought they were really good, and I did kind of want to see what they did after that. I know that this sort of obviously strips it back to its roots and it, it kind of follows straight on from sort of one and, and probably two. So, yeah, I mean, they've got the original uh, shape. I mean, you know, I mean, bringing him back. I mean, obviously, the original Scream Queen, Jamie Lee, still looking as fit as ever. So, yeah, I mean, it'll be awesome to see them two together. And I feel like there'll be probably a definite conclusion to it uh, in terms of I don't think. I don't think Jamie Lee Curtis will do another one. So I think this will probably be her last ever Halloween. But, yeah, I can't wait personally to, to see it. That's one of my top ones. And I thought the trailer, the first trailer I loved, uh, I thought it was fantastic. This one obviously shows you quite a bit more of, of Michael. So, yeah, I mean, I think the, the, the costume obviously is pretty similar. It's just a boiler suit and a William Shatner mask. But, yeah, I really like... The fact that it looks weathered and he obviously he's older, so that'll be quite good. I mean, Jamie Lee looks still looks amazing in it, and her character's obviously changed a lot since the first one. So it'll be really interesting to see how she works now. She's not technically that scared of him. I mean, I'd still be scared of him, but so yeah, that I mean that's definitely a big plus in terms of ones that I want to go and see. I'll be I'll be going to see that as soon as it comes out. Uh, and then I'll probably do a review. I'll probably do it driving on the way back and upload it just because as soon as it comes out, people start talking about it and stuff. So as soon as it comes out, I'll see it and then I'll, I'll be uploading what I think of it. Hopefully, though, it'll be it'll be great. I mean, then the next one out, I think it came out last week, is The, the Nun. Obviously, it's set in the whole Conjuring universe. So th this is one that I'm, I'm not... I've not seen yet. Uh, again, I'm going to see these, I think, next week at some point. And again, when I've been to see it, I'll do a review on what I thought of it. Because, I mean, the original Conjuring 1 and 2, I love. They're probably two of my favourite horror films of like recent years. I think they were, they were excellent. They were really well done. I mean, the first one has got some moments that were really, like, shit-your-pants sort of scary. So, again... Loved it. Second one I thought was good. Um, I don't know, it didn't have quite the same. I think it was because it was more of the same. I mean, there were some genuinely creepy moments, like, you know, 
the, the uh, what's his name? The Crookie Man. He was pretty cool in it. I mean, obviously you've seen the nun kind of in that, so this is obviously going to be set, I think, before it. It's going to show the backstory of her. I mean, the characters in it are great anyway, so it will be interesting to see. I mean, I've seen a lot of reviews on this that kind of say it's not great, but hopefully, you know, again, like, I might like it and other people don't. That's entirely their opinion, but, yeah, I do always look at the reviews first. I mean, I will go and see it, but hopefully it will be, it will be really good. Then there's... The, Obviously, there's a lot of reviews that have come out this week that I've been reading now about the... It, I don't know if it's a horror or not, really, but Predator, the, the the new Predator film. Now, the original one is, again, it's in my top ten of all-time movies. The Arnie one, just smashed it out of the park. But ever since that first one, it's never been able to find the same sort of formula uh, to get where it wants to be again. I enjoyed the second one. I mean, Danny Glover is great anyway. Um, and I liked how they tried to do something different. Could not stand Predators. I just thought Adrian Brody's the worst person you could pick to play an action lead. Didn't like it at all. I mean, Alien vs Predator 1, I personally enjoyed it. I thought there were some good ideas. I, yeah, I mean, the, the concept was a little bit shitty in, in the way it was done. I think they could have done a better story. I mean, we're not even going to talk about Requiem because... Quite honestly, I'd rather eat my own shit, to be honest with you, than, than ever even look at that film again. And I was really looking forward to this. I, I seen the first trailer and I was a bit bit iffy on it. Second trailer, I thought it looked amazing. The, the final trailer still made me want to go and see it, although I thought they showed you too much of like the, the Predator dogs, uh, the big advanced Predators. Primal Predator, I don't know what they're called yet. But then obviously it's come out, a lot of the reviews are saying that it's quite negative, quite poor. So, yeah, I mean, I, I do want to see it, but I think I'd got my hopes up that it was going to be really good and, and make me feel like I did want to watch the original Predator, but I don't think it will. So, hopefully, when I go and watch the new one, it will have something that that makes it entertaining to me but at the moment now I've got a lot lower expectations of it and then obviously I've just looked at the news today and I've seen the news that uh, the new Venom film that comes out next month that's been obviously officially confirmed that that will now be a PG-13 which I think for a lot of people is, um, is quite disappointing for me as well really I mean the Rated R Marvel films, superhero films that have come out recently have done fantastic. I mean, you've got to look at Deadpool 1 and 2, smashed it out of the park. Personally, I thought Logan is one of my favourite superhero films. I, I, not just because it's gory, but because it's not afraid to to not be friendly. It, it is Wolverine, like primal, dark, graphic. And it and it's still got enough emotional impact to, to make it relevant other than being gory. It's still got something else to it other than the fact that he savages people. And I, I love that about it. And, and I love that film. And if that, again, if that is Hugh Jackman's last ever go as Wolverine, then, you know, 
he doesn't owe anything to it. He was amazing in it. But yeah, with with Venom, from when it was announced, love it because Venom's one of my favourite characters. So to have him in his own movie was always going to be great, and especially when they confirmed Tom Hardy playing him, I thought was was outstanding. And you know, really, I think he's going to do an absolute great job of it. To be honest with you. I think the main problem with the Venom movie is a lot, a lot of more f film politics in the whole. Obviously, with Disney and Marvel and oh, all that, and so on, just that fiasco in itself. Venom was kind of it's, it's sort of isolated in its own little place now, in the fact that it looks like it's not going to have well it's not going to have anything to do realistically with Spider-Man, so it's lost a lot of source material, which is an, it's really frustrating, because, I mean, for example, he's not even going to have a spider on his chest. They're not even going to really, I don't think they're going to even explain why it's got spider powers, if it has spider powers. I mean, there's probably not going to be any references to Spider-Man. I'm guessing that's going to be some sort of legal crap somewhere in it. And then... I think a lot of people got around that because as soon as they seen what Venom looked like and, and obviously Tom Hardy and then they seen scenes of what he, what the character's going to do I think a lot of people were straight back on board because it showed that you don't need it to have Spider-Man as such because they're establishing him as his own character and I get that but then to say it's going to be rated R and to say it's going to be almost a horror film which which would suit Venom you know, Parasite have it with a little bit of gore and just have this sort of anti-hero I mean it would be great very similar to how you did like you know Deadpool you've got a character that doesn't need to be linked to anyone he can make his own identity and I think they should have done that but it looks I just feel like they've given a little bit and obviously by going to PG-13 it changed obviously it increases the audience that are going to go and see it because obviously a lot of kids like Spider-Man and obviously how well Spider-Man Homecoming did. But I think to make it PG-13 either says to me that Disney are looking at it and want it back in the Marvel fold so that they can maybe have Tom Hardy's Venom playing a villain in you know Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I'm not sure how that's going to work yet. But yeah, I personally would have rather it if maybe not been linked to the Spider-Man one and just had it as it should have been, a little bit gory, a little bit violent, but just getting across the character that he's evil. I mean, everything else looks great. I mean, the film, the film probably will be brilliant, but I just think that they've they've missed a trick. Um, I just feel like they've not learnt from the fact that the R-rated ones have done so well, and they've 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 kind of bottled it a little bit. Would be what I would say. I mean, hopefully it is great, and it would be nice if. If they do have like little surprises and there's something, a little reference to Spider-Man, just to to keep the inner geek content would be would be nice to be honest with you. But who knows? I mean that that's that's probably one of the films I've most been looking forward to. That and Halloween, obviously. But yeah, I mean we'll see we'll see how it goes. I think Tom Holland, uh, Tom Holland, Tom Hardy's going to be fantastic in the role, and we'll soon see like what he can do with it. I just think that there comes a time when they just need to just balls, you know, go balls to the walls 
and just go for it instead of wussing out. There's, there's not much real else in the news at the moment. I mean, the only other thing is that obviously the they've officially announced that there will be a sequel to A Quiet Place, which was I think that's my favourite film that I've seen this year. Like in terms of a new um, horror franchise, I think it's it is well it is my favourite. I just thought the sound I mean if you've not seen it in like surround sound or with headphones on just go out and do it because it is honestly it's fantastic I mean the, the directing the acting everything about it was just perfect and I was shocked when they said there was going to be a sequel because it kind of doesn't need one but I would like to see more either before that like set up until the film or what happens next after that so yeah, I mean, I will definitely be doing a little special on that because, as my favourite film of this year, I need to do a little bit on it because there's just so many things I can't say all the stuff that I liked about it because it's just it, there's too much to say. I mean, that and it have probably been the two best horror films that have been out for for a good while for me, but other people have got different views on that one. So, so yeah, that I mean. There's not really that much news out there at the moment. I mean, there's a lot of horror films coming up. I mean, we're coming towards Halloween, so, you know, streaming services like Shudder, Netflix are going to be banging out loads of horror films. I mean, I'm going to... Hopefully on either the next episode or the one after, I'm going to do, like, a little sort of playlist of the horror films that I'm going to be watching over Halloween to, to get me in the mood for it up until the new Halloween, obviously, so... Yeah, they'll be like Hellraiser, Phantasm, Friday the 13th, all the big ones. But, so yeah, in the, um, I've been out today, I had a look in the shops just to see what the latest horror DVDs are. I normally buy like a really crap, cheap one and watch that. Just And I've, I've found some right shite ones lately. But I'm going to watch some more and I'll be reviewing them again as well. But at the moment, there's not really any real big horror releases currently at the moment I mean, I've seen volumes of blood horror stories that's out the violence movie I mean then there was the doom asylum I mean there's some some pretty crap ones to be honest not for me personally but yeah I mean you've got cannibal ferox I mean that's a I can't even yeah that I don't like that sort of horror when it crosses the line sometimes between is it real is it fake I mean, I think it's Cannibal Horror Holocaust. Probably one of my films that I won't watch. Watched it when I was like 12, 13. And yeah, it genuinely made me feel a bit queasy. I'm not into that sort of weird one. I do like horror films and I like gory horror films, but when you, you always know that the gore is fake. And in there, some of them old sort of, that sort of exploitation period. You couldn't tell what was fake and what wasn't, and that was on there. Um, also, there's a great film, Ghost Stories, that came out. I didn't get to see it at the cinema, but I have watched it on on DVD. And if you've not if you've not seen it yet, definitely go out and watch it. It's got some great characters in, like great actors. Sorry, you know, Paul Whitehouse is in it as well. Martin Freeman's always always good in them. It's it's kind of obviously it's very British, which some people will like other people won't I mean that's that's just how horror films are I mean 
I don't know how Brit horror films I don't tend to like. They always feel a bit too cheap and a bit too cheesy, crap budget sort of thing. But yeah, Ghost Stories I thought was, was really good. And um, to be honest, when I watched it, I'd, I'd probably give it a two or a three out of five. So it wasn't like outstanding, but it's, it's definitely worth a watch. It's like I say, you pick it up now in the shops. So yeah, definitely worth going out and getting that. Also, I did forget to mention that I think it's next month that certain cinemas uh, are going to be showing, obviously, the original Halloween. Um, yeah, so, I mean, if, if you can get out and watch the re-release, well, not re-release, but, like, the re-cinema release of the original Halloween, go and do it. I mean, if you've never seen it, literally sell a kidney, you know, to, to go and watch it. I know that, um, I don't know if they're doing it over here, well, around here, but certain cinemas are going to be showing a lot of John Carpenter films. Again, if you get any of these cinemas near you that are doing these, 100% go and watch them. I mean, John Carpenter, you know, again, there'll be a special about him. He's my absolute idol when it comes to these sort of films. And I mean, if you can get to see The Fog, you know, Christine, just... Oh, just anything that he's done. Assault on Precinct 13, which I've used for the entrance, like the opening, because, it, well, it's one of my favorite pieces of music, by it, but, yeah, again, it's just, he just knows how to do a great film. And like, he's at the original Halloween, had next to no budget, and he just, just absolutely obliterated it. It's, he's done some fantastic films, and they're, they're gonna be doing a re-release of a lot of them. I mean, another amazing film, which I think I've just ordered the Blu-ray today of it for when it comes out next month or November, is the remake, re-release of They Live. That film is insanely good. It's got Roddy Piper in, the late, great legend, Roddy Piper. But yeah, he's, he's, he's weird, it's it's got great special effects, great music, it's off the walls mad, but it's so good as a horror film. But yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, there's not really any other DVDs out at the moment. I don't think that pretty much covers that. So yeah, um, I was trying to think what to do for the first sort of feature for this one, but I was just gonna look basically go with why I like horror and the first horror film I've seen. The first horror film that genuinely scared me to the point where I had nightmares. What I'm most looking forward to seeing. But then ideally if if people who obviously listen to this, if they can subscribe to it, uh, follow because I yeah, I know I need to get better at them and I will do, I just need to keep doing them. But I also really want people to send in their input, whether it be messages, whether it be voice clips, or whether it be they want to get on here, and then we'll have like a proper live discussion on topics. You know, I'm, I'm, I'll do anything on them for that. But if people can use my Twitter handle, which is on the description, if they can either DM me or just post it on there. But if yeah, if you can tell me what your favorite horror film is, the first one that you've seen, the first one that really ever really scared you and again what you're really looking forward to doing and also what you would like to see 
as features on here, any sort of feedback is, is always going to be appreciated. So this section, this will change weekly, this will be the main sort of feature section. Uh, this is the one where I'm going to change it. It's going to be like based on lists of like top tens, um, features on specific movies, also hopefully interviews with other people. So yeah, but for me personally, what what got me into horror films? I don't know. The, the first one I ever seen when I was young was It, the obviously the original, which at the time scared the shit out of me. I went through a phase because I was only like nine but I went through a phase of where when I would walk to school in the rain I wouldn't walk by a drain because uh, I was scared of obviously petty boys being in there so that yeah that was the first horror film <clears throat> I ever seen but it wasn't until years later that when I watched it again I loved it as a horror film I think I was always scared to watch it before then because when I watched it when I was young uh, it really did fuck me up a little bit I mean I'm trying to think what the, the first horror film that I seen when I was a bit older was probably Predator or Alien because uh, when my dad used to come around we used to because my mum at the time wouldn't let me watch horror films but when I used to see my dad every Saturday <coughs> he'd bring around a horror film it'd always be a different one each week and he'd always let me watch them with him, but he would always say, you know, don't tell your mom. So yeah, it used to be a little secret thing. But yeah, we always used to watch a different one each week. Um, I think, like I say, Alien and then Predator, and I think Aliens, Terminator. And it just went on from there, and I watched Robocop. I do class Robocop, the original, as a horror. Um, gory as shit. But yeah, like, and I used to just, Within months and months, I just watched so many horror films, and then as I got older, we watched slightly different horror films. So, like, I watched less of the mainstream ones, less of the big ones that were coming out, and more of like the retro ones, like from the 80s. So, like, um, any of the ones that are based on the Stephen King ones, so like The Shining, Carrie, Misery, you know, we went through all them. Then it was like Halloween. Friday, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Phantasm, loads of zombie ones, you know, Dawn of the Dead, all them. We used to literally just watch one each each week. Um, and so that for me is where I got this whole just enjoyment of horror films. Um, and to be honest, I still probably try and watch a new horror film once a week at least. That's why I love uh, Netflix and Shudder. They're brilliant. If you haven't got Shudder, then if you love horror films, definitely have a look. They do like a yearly subscription as well as weekly. And it, honestly, it's, it's so good. Like, the, yes, there's some weird horror films that are foreign language ones, which I can't, I struggle with subtitle horror films because I, I, I can't concentrate on both. I am a man, so I don't have multitasking ability, should we say? But yeah, definitely get on Shudder. There's some really good ones. Plus there's loads of retro ones on there. And they also have some exclusive ones which are doing really well at the moment. There's like Ruin Me. And there's Revenge. 
both of them are really good and they're a lot better than you think they're going to be. And obviously Netflix tends to always add some good horror films on there. I know it's just recently added Jigsaw, uh, like I said, American Horror Story Cult. That's gone on there this week. So yeah, it, like before, like it was a case of my dad would either bring him round. If there was one late night on Channel 4, we'd stay up and watch that. Um, other than that, it used to be go down to our local video shop, which was either Blockbusters or Curly's videos. that were amazing. You used to literally just go in there. There was like, I think there were like five for four pound, I think, on like old ones. So we used to just get them and just work our way through it. And I, I quickly sort of found the sort of horror films that I liked. Um, obviously, my, my dad was more towards like stuff like The Fly. And I, I think that's where I don't like... The, the horror films that just seem focused completely on gore. I kind of like them to have a little bit more story. I know The Fly's a classic, but for me personally, I'm not massively keen on it. I, it. It makes me feel a little bit sick, even now. But that's like Cronenberg, isn't it? Like, video drop. They're all a bit fucked up. But then, the one I always remember watching was Halloween. Uh, because the first time we watched it, I'd never obviously seen it. I'd never seen any John Carpenter ones. I'd never seen any any of that style. I think it was the first time I ever watched a slasher movie. Like I'd seen monster ones, alien ones, but I'd never seen a proper slasher serial killer one. Um, and I didn't particularly think I was going to like it, but right from when you first just when the film starts and it's just you see the killings of the family from the perspective of obviously at the time it's Michael Myers but when you first watch it you don't know you just see it through the eyes of the killer like you know your generic horror film but really well shot obviously kills his family sits outside on the porch parents come home I think his parents police as well and then obviously then I think John Carpenter as a director did it really well where they kind of pull back from the from the camera point of view <clears throat> and it's it's actually obviously kid Michael Myers probably five maybe less than that but yeah with a knife and he's obviously in a clown suit got blood on the knife obviously I think they run past him and obviously they see the carnage that he's caused in there and just it, it's it's so subtle and well not even subtle actually it's just it's very different and just it's literally like you, you you have a different type of horror you normally you see monsters and they look terrifying but then you've got all of a sudden you've got this absolute carnage and then it's caused by a young kid and in the original one you don't see why he's like he is but yeah, when you, it, it's one of them, it just sticks with you because you, that used to seeing physical monsters and then all of a sudden you've just got this child monster and then you've got the fact that you know what he could actually become when he's older, he could be 20 times, 30 times worse than that. And then as we see, it goes into the, the iconic Halloween theme, like which again, me and my mate Brett, we went to watch John Carpenter 
in Liverpool, in this really old sort of building. There was people dressed up from all these different films. They had clips of these movies playing on the screen. And I've, like, I've been to some gigs, but honestly, the John Carpenter one was just amazing. Like the atmosphere, the music. But you just, but when you hear the Halloween theme, you, it just gets you going for a horror film. Absolutely, just yeah. And then straight away from there, the film just goes. He just goes through to when he's older, and then when he goes after Laurie Strode, it's just brutal and there's really good acting in it as well. From like Don Pleasant, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis was, I think, her first film, and again, probably her first and probably one of her best ever roles. And I don't think any other film slasher has ever done that as well. I mean. You're always going to have, there's like probably two or three films that are in that sort of bracket that have had the same sort of impact in terms of slashers. You've got that one, obviously you've got the original Psycho, which obviously was uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom, so she's the original Scream Queen. But those two are probably the two most iconic. In, in recent years, you'd probably have to say, even though it's a bit cheesier, the original Scream, because when that came out, that had the same sort of impact in how popular that was. It wasn't anywhere near as good in my opinion. But, and obviously the sequels just got more comedic and less scary. But the first one was good. And again, with the whole fact that it was able to kill one of the biggest names off in the opening credits was a really cool twist. And then like um, the next film I watched after that that stuck with me. It was probably Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, when I watched that, at the time I watched it, it did pretty creep me out quite a bit. But I think it was the fact that he just he kept giving me nightmares. I think it was the whole that he was able to get in your dreams. And I think that it was such a powerful tool to use for, for a horror character because it makes him stay with you. And, and when you go to sleep, you still think about it. And it took a while to get past that one. But then now I watch them. Yeah, they're, they're not probably aged as great. I mean, there's the whole end scene from the first one where it looks like he's pulling... Well, he's pulling an inflatable doll through a window, which... Oh, why? Don't know. But, again, The Nightmare on Elm Street, I've, I've watched them all several times, and I do really like them. Not so keen on the, the latest one. Um, really not with uh, Jackie or Hayley. Is it or Jackie? Yeah. Just didn't like it. Don't don't remake a classic horror unless you are very good. But yeah, I mean they're great. I mean Robert Englund was was great as Freddy. Just, just he really is. And, um, he's, again, he's, a, he's one of them that I'd love to meet. I'd love to meet him, get his autograph. But they're, they're iconic, aren't they? The the Nightmare on Elm Street films. And I just think they were, again, I watched all of them and it just made me want to watch more and more. And then I think from there I went into uh, Friday the 13th. Now, Friday the 13th is a, is a really strange one for me. I love the first one, even though obviously it's not Jason Voorhees, which everyone seems to think he's the killer. First one was great, 
but for me, the best Friday the Thirteenth is the second one. That's the, obviously the first time you really see Jason doing his thing. So good. And then obviously the third one was when he pretty much properly donned the hockey mask for the first time, which is obviously one of the most iconic costumes, uh, characters in horror. So yeah, and then but after that they kind of progressively got worse and worse, and then we don't even talk about Jason X. Just yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's the, uh, and then obviously I went into sort of after the John Carpenter ones, I still watched the Fog. And yeah, I mean, there's some really, really good classic horror films. And if you've not seen any of these, definitely go out. You can get, like you can pick up from nothing or just find them online and watch them. I mean, I'm currently I'm going through the Hellraiser box set. The, the problem I'm having with them is I honestly don't know what orders they're in. Obviously, I know Hellraiser 1, 2, and 3. But then after that, they all have stupid names like Hellbound, then... Judgment and Bloodlines. There is literally so many different ones, and I've been buying them because they're not a specific set now after three. But I honestly don't know which order. And so, if anyone, if anyone actually has the complete order that these films need to go in, please, please, for the love of God, send me the link because I think I might be watching them in the wrong order. Well, I know I'm watching the first ones right, but I think after that, it all goes a little bit tits up. And then the next ones I've got after that, I'll be watching all the Phantasm ones, which I've not seen in years. Like, they were amazing when I watched them when I was younger. So I'm definitely going to be down to watch them. But yeah, so like, I mean, th this was a, a bit of a jumble. And longer ultimately than I wanted to do, but I just wanted to put something out there for the first one. This this show, <laughs> it is new definitely, and I know where I want it to go and how I want it to to develop. Part of that I've got to do, and then also, but I also need people to to give feedback and also to 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 give content to this because I want it to be. I want it to be an active podcast where we have different people, ideally horror fans from everywhere all over. I really want people to get involved in this and just give me content that I can use to make this even better. Like I want people's, you know, I mean, if we say for the first episode, well, for the first episode after this, so technically the second episode, if, if people message me, either on here, on this, because this will be, like, I'm going to publish this one on pretty much any podcast site, so either DM me on this, follow me on, like, Twitter, which is at Lee Bickley, please, you know, give me anything you want, whether it's, even if it's, like, pictures of horror films, if, you, if you've got talents, like, model making, um, special effects, if you if you develop, if you like direct your own horror movies anything just link me to that and I'll I'll put it on there like if people so people can know about people that do horror films anything like that but if we say for the next one I just want people to tell me what were the first horror films they watched um, what ones really got them into the sort of genre um, 
Yeah, just just tell me what you like horror and what for you is your favourite horror film. If, if if I put you on an island and gave you said you could take one horror film that you love more than anything, tell me what one it is and but just tell me why as well. Because like I say, you might like something that I can't stand, but I do like to see what other people say about their films. But I promise like from next time it's gonna be they're gonna be shorter. I wanna try and do probably like I think 25, 20 minute ones because obviously I know I work full time as well so it's getting time to do them and like I say there will be little reviews of when I go and see films like The Nun next week so I'm going to put them in as well but yeah just send me as much content as you can because I'm more than happy to have people on same as if if people want to do it I'll do like um, a live lobby on, on Anchor which is on here which is really good for doing your own podcasts but you can do live chats so you can join in and then we can have a live discussion on here which which can then go out which is always good if you've got someone else to talk to hopefully my best friend Brett will either send me some video like not video some voice memo so I can upload them as well or hopefully we'll get together and have a little one I mean we was on about doing like a John Carpenter special where we watched like The Thing and like now escape from New York any sort of John Carpenter ones like a live one maybe watch them and have a live talk through while we're doing it yeah hopefully ideally I mean I would like a co-host because I think it would be great to split the show between two or even three or four that's what I want is, is to have other people's feedback preferably I'd like some people from America as well you know got people from the UK just anyone who wants to just jump in and chat about it but yeah just hit me up on Twitter and hopefully please hit the like and subscribe just give as much feedback as you can and the only way is up definitely but uh, I'll see you guys later